Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lorianne, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. I am here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho for Recharge the Soul podcast with my co-host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode, another listen with us. And we are so excited. I have been feeling like I've been in this on a magical carpet ride. I've talked about it a little bit with my husband and with Bailey and with a couple of friends. I just feel like I've gotten on this flow and I've been feeling intuitively about March that it was going to be super sparkly. And I've been feeling it, feeling like this for a while. And also a really fresh start, like new beginnings. And the weird thing is, is I was thinking five months ago was October. So five months ago, I had no idea, zero idea that I would be in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, looking for a house that my husband would, he got the job, everybody. He got the job as the defensive coordinator for Lakeland High School. And he's so excited. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to see him so excited. It, it, he's lit up and he's, um, really grateful for a new chapter. And so we came up here, we decided we were going to come up here. And then Bailey said, I said, take me. (laughs) So then then Bailey, Bailey hopped on board and we love having Bailey come with this because she's so um, fun and easy. And of course we love her very much and want to share all the adventures with her. I just had never been to Quarter Lane before and it, it just so happened that it worked out with me before I'm moving. And so, yeah, I was like, I would love to come up if you guys will let me come. And we said yes. And check out Idaho. <laughs> so, and it's been an adventure. We've been having a lot of fun, checking out a lot of different different properties and looking at places. And I wasn't sure if we would, would find a place. I made a list. I had a list of about 15 different properties. So we decided after the first few uh, touring of the first few, we decided we would dro- do drive-bys first because we wanted to see the neighborhood and then decide if we wanted to go inside. So long story short, we looked at all these properties. We had a couple that were kind of close, but not really hitting all the marks. And so uh, night before last, I, I just prayed to my angels and I asked them for help. And I said, I really want, not that the other two places, one was kind of an old place, um, but in a great neighborhood, backed up against the mountains, beautiful view, but the house itself felt kind of, kind of dirty, just kind of dingy. Don't you think so, Bailey? It was definitely an older, an older house and it was more of a, yeah, like old fashioned. It felt like a Christmas house. Yeah. We decided we were going to call it the Christmas house. Yeah, so it was a great house for holidays and everything, and it definitely had that like that homey family vibe. But it was, yeah, it was older. Mm-hmm. And and it and it just smelled like other people. I felt, and so and it had that 
70s tile and not that I mean I was grateful to find it because it had high ceilings it had the great room that I really really wanted and it was a three-bedroom two-bath in a really nice neighborhood um and then the other one was very kind of stark and brand new and the and Grizz said the the feng shui kind of was off because you walked in and he goes I kept wanting to lean to the right because everything was so built up on the left-hand side of the house. And so that house, and it felt kind of small because he's, my husband's a big guy, he's 6'6", and it just felt kind of small, like we would feel tight in there. And the community, I mean, it was over 50 community, and I am I am well over 50, but I felt like my energy doesn't, like I'd have to smash it down to get into that neighborhood. <laughs> That's how I was feeling, and so... But those were our top two choices. And I, so I prayed to the angels the night before last. And I said, if you would just help us find the perfect house, just like you did the last time, um, if you would just show us. And so it was so strange because out of the blue, I was, we were going through all the houses and I'm driving by them. And, and then this place popped up that had never popped up on my, on my phone and I so I said let's do it looked like it was duplexes and I was like I don't know about a duplex and so we ended up driving by it and it was houses and they were all different models like you could get a all brand new three bedroom you could get a four bedroom you could get a five bedroom and and the pricing was really great and the the person in the office she was awesome and so we looked at the houses and guess what we've got a brand new house but we're renting but it's still a brand new house and so I'm so so excited and then we'll decide after a year we're going to sign a year lease and decide if we want to um you know buy if the market softens for buying and all that kind of stuff so anyhow that was super interesting about really listening and I feel like the more and then I'm sharing this with you all for this reason because the more you listen to the little tiny tiny uh, breadcrumbs the spiritual breadcrumbs the more that those breadcrumbs start getting to be well maybe they're going to throw you a slice of bread and then maybe they're going to throw you a couple of slices of bread and then maybe the signs are so big that it's a whole loaf of bread and that's how I feel I feel like they're showing me whole loaves of bread because Grizz just happened to go, I think I'm just going to look and see if there's any football coaching jobs, finds this job, gets the job, not only gets the job, but now is the defensive coordinator. So it's like, it's just so perfect. It's unbelievable. We met with the coaches. He's signing now. And um, so anyhow, I'm just really grateful to be up here and we're on, we're on this big adventure. And then when we get back, Bailey is going to be flying to Las Vegas to look for a place um, and I'm going to go with her, right? Am I going with you? Yeah. She's one and get to go. Yeah, so we're going to go out to Vegas and kind of start that whole process and and Levi's going to be out there, my brother. And so, yeah, it's it's all just kind of, it's just crazy because we talked about this in the last podcast, but we had been waiting and waiting and waiting just because I think we all felt that Sacramento was not the landing place for any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I moved back in Bali, I just, from Bali, I was, didn't think that I'd be waiting this long to find an answer that fit as to where I should go. But 
I, I was thinking about this last night and I did kind of a post on my Instagram about it, but you know, there's this thing that a lot of us do whenever we're, we're wanting to, like we have a desire in mind, right? So maybe in this case for me, it was finding the perfect place to live with a great community that made me feel lit up and inspired because there's certain areas on this earth within each and every one of us that lights us particularly up, depending on your soul, depending on what you enjoy. Um, so I was really searching for that place with good community and and yeah, a place that I... I don't like going to new places entirely where I don't know in one soul. So there was a couple of things that I was waiting for. But when we're rushing, right, when we have these desires, like, again, for me, it was where I was going to live. If I were to push instead of waiting, you know, these two and a half years and been got in a hurry, then I probably would have ended up in a place that I would have put pressure on and it would have be fully where I should end up because it wasn't ready yet. So the universe in a lot of ways with our manifestations and with our desires, sometimes it takes a preparation process. Sometimes like I'm going to move in um, either with one of my friends from Reno or Levi. I'm still trying to decide where I'm going to end up fully, but that room that my friend has wasn't open at the time a year ago. So not rushing when it comes to your desires. And when you don't get out any answers, be okay with being in that kind of middle stage and that pause. And during those times, nurture yourself, take care of yourself, like have fun in it. And no, it's not going to last forever. But if you can be, if you can find patience within the waiting, it's really leaning into a trust within not just this life, but also within yourself to know that you'll know when the, the right time is to jump. Yeah, and that and a couple of things during the process of waiting was Bailey really leaned into her word that she really embodied, and I, I also leaned into my word that I embodied in her word for this year and last. I think it was your word last year too. Create. Um, it, my word last year was trust. Trust. Yeah. Ah, now it's create. Mm -hmm. And my word's the same word, which is. I'm expansive, so I just wanted to hold more light. And so you did a lot of creating and learning while you were waiting. You didn't just sit in a lazy boy chair and mm -hmm. rock rock yourself to sleep. You were like doing and growing and learning mm -hmm. and doing retreats and expanding your repertoire. And you kept pulling that card that said a seat at the table. And now you're like, yes, I deserve a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. And it's crazy because in those moments of maybe it's a chapter or a season that we're not necessarily wanting to be in, right? Like this is a really mm -hmm. exciting season and new chapter for both of us because mm -hmm. we're both both feeling really called and lit up to go to the places that we're going like we're excited about it mm -hmm. but you know if you would have talked to us maybe a year ago the season within our home life we weren't super lit up about but there are so many other things going on that are that we could hold gratitude for mm -hmm. and so I think just being okay with being in each season because each season it has something to offer for you and and it was really that cocoon for me where I was allowed to kind of rest and be in a space that was really comfortable because I was in you know my hometown with all of my best friends around me that have known me since I was 10 I was at my parents house so it really offered me such a beautiful safe landing ground to grow to expand and to to really get my head clear and get my my 
my vision focused. And so now I feel really strong to kind of leap off. And, and it's so interesting because I really believe that another thing that universe, divine energy, God all had in store for us was also really nurturing some of the relationships that we have built in the Sacramento area and able to see where a certain people might fit into, um, recharge. You know, we have like, we have a really great relationship of which has developed over the last year with Brittany, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and of course, Carrie, who's always been part of our team and we love her, but it's just really, it has given us time to really like see how things are going to unfold and see how everybody fits into the energy of recharge. And that would not have happened if we were bouncing all over. To build a foundation. Yeah, we, to build we, a foundation and also have people who are on our team like Janet. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Janet, they're what, all part of the foundation. <laughs> what we do without, we now have an employee manual. We have an employee manual because of Janet. Yeah. She's amazing. So it's just like looking mm-hmm. back and like I think that it's just really, it's just a really cool moment because it's kind of just more confirmation that waiting was exactly what we needed to do. And sometimes trusting your intuition isn't always mean that it's like an uphill constant, mm-hmm. you know, um, experience. Sometimes trusting your intuition means you know leaning more into a route that maybe doesn't feel good at the moment but you know in the long run go trying to force into a different route would be going against the current does Mm -hmm. that make sense yeah I feel like like waiting for me personally has been grace and ease and flow like I feel if I would have pushed it at any other time it would have made it hard yeah, so mm-hmm. if you're having, if you're in a situation right now where, you know, and we've had ladies, we had one particular lady at a, one of our retreats, and she, it was a day retreat, she was speaking up again about um, how she felt lost in this chapter in her life. Like, she always kind of had a direction, now, you know, some things within her career changed, and she couldn't go back, like, it just was severed. And, you know, there's always this really strong urge a lot of the times when you're lost to find a direction. Like, you always have to have a direction in life. And and it's like, actually, what if you would just be okay with being lost in this moment and know that it's just a season? We've all had moments when we felt lost. And that you'll find your, your direction again, but maybe that's not the message right now. Maybe you're supposed to be open, so open that you'd go in any direction when you find one that lights you up. So just being okay with the season that you're in um, and to trust it and and take it moment by moment and to know that there is always, literally always a divine hand within this whole life. It's really beautiful. So you don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. And having, the other thing about this too is having your tools at hand. Like we use our miracle mornings and we're connecting, you know, with our, with our, angels and our guides and using our cards so that we get messages if especially if we're in a moment of fog where we really can't see very clearly for me like using those tools and using prayer and then asking please ask for help like ask for help I have so many people go 
who I will say to them, well, have you asked your angels or God for help? Have you said, hey, I need some help here. Can you give me some clarity? And 99% of the time people say, no, I have not asked for help. And so I'm, well, let's ask right now. So then we'll do a prayer and we'll have them ask for help. But um, it just really is, I know that now during this time, it'll be more challenging for us to stick to our practice for the next month. Be, mm-hmm. you know what yeah, yeah I was kind of explaining to mom before this because uh-huh. we'll go over the podcast a little bit and what we want to talk about and I'm like well another thing within these times no matter what season you're in what's really important is that you do create some sense of control whether it, like feeling of control so through your morning practices or through going and taking a yoga class or what you put in your body like those are ways that we create control in our life whenever it feels out of control um but I was telling her, I'm like, you know, I just, we preach about our morning practices and everything. And it's been life-changing for me. I love going into my morning practice. And a lot of the times I crave it. But I just haven't had a chance lately. <laughs> Life's been kind of crazy to do my morning practice, honestly. And and I'll do like breath throughout the day and everything. But nothing super intentional. And, and I was beating myself up for that for a, a couple of days recently. I would wake up in the morning. I'm like, okay, today I'm going to do my morning practice. And then we just kind of get going again. And, and so not to say that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to jump into my morning practice again, but to just have a human to human moment with you and let you know that though, this is something that we preach all the time and, and it is so important. And I'm going to get back on my morning practice to know that also sometimes being a human is a very real thing. Mm -hmm. And and that to not beat yourself up when it comes down to that, but just to get back on the horse whenever you get a, a chance to breathe. Mm-hmm. We we intentionally took up, we're staying at this really cool, we never know what we're going to end up with when we rent an Airbnb, Airbnb. We honestly have no idea because they can be so misrepresented by their pictures. And I'm sure some of you relate to that. Like you go, gosh, this looks so cute. And then you get there and you're going, I'm in the middle of a ghetto. What am I doing here? And, and, uh, but this place here is, it's like, um, it's in a really cute upscale kind of little mall and, um, and it's above all the shops, but it's super quiet and it's so super cute. And then they have, so I was, I saw this, uh, core yoga place downstairs where I was, I was like thinking, gosh, I would really love just to check out that yoga class while we're here. And then we had the opportunity this morning to go over there and take it. And it just really grounded me. Did you feel grounded oh with that? Oh my gosh. It was so nice. You know, sometimes when you have a hard time getting back or, or sitting down and getting into your morning practice, it's nice to go and go to a class in the morning so that you don't have to worry about maybe, you know, kind of getting yourself back onto the horse, but allow support to come in and get you back there, you know, even if mm-hmm. it's just through a class. That was so grounding for mm-hmm. me. I felt the same way. And she was, she was friendly and the community was really nice. I didn't have a hair tie. Somebody said, I'll run out to the car and get one for you. You can't do yoga without a hair tie. And I was in total agreement because it was hot yoga. So it was going to be super sweaty. And so just to be welcomed into a new community like that made me want to come back. So I'm going to actually, when I come back here, I'm going to check out 30, 30, what is it? 30 days for $30 or something like that. Just so I can kind of see if it's a fit for me 
um, in a new community. So I'll be sharing with you all the things that I do, not in this podcast, but all the things that I do to immerse myself in a new community when I move. Because I've moved a few times, not not a ton um, once I've been with my husband, Grizz, but before that I moved a lot. And I had this whole little checklist of things Find the nearest grocery store that you want to shop at. Find, you know, all all the things. Find a gym. So, but that brings us to the real reason why we're on this podcast. <laughs> because we had we have a something that we wanted to talk about about using tools and and how you different different things that have happened over the past year. Um, embracing light for me, you know, getting sound bath certified, of course, and then doing, um, becoming Reiki certified. That was really life-changing and I still practice that. But the, but one of the last things that I did was I got Akashic record certified. And so what that is, is when I'm doing, um, an intuitive reading, I can actually pull down past lives that are important for where that person is right now. It's like a snapshot of, uh, a record of, the life that they live. So your Kashuk records holds all the lives that you've lived. So if you, you're an old soul and you've lived lots of lives, there's no way that any one person would see them all at once, but they get pulled down according to what your soul is needing. The teaching that it is needing, maybe the information it's needing, maybe it's because you're going through a challenging time with the relationship. So for example, I had was doing a reading on somebody and I pulled down, a, she was having a really hard time with her mother-in-law and they, they not just butt heads, but they were, but there was a lot of nastiness going on and it was very hard on the husband, it was hard on the wife and nobody really understood what was going on and why they disliked each other so much or why there was so much antagonism going on and, and they would just like be in the same room and just irritate each other, like just being in the same room. So after the healing happens, when you look at the knowing behind why you're feeling that way. So for her, it was really eye-opening because when I pulled down the Akashic record for what was going on, her, um, her mom, her mother-in-law, not her mom, her mother-in-law was actually an adversary in a past life and had actually stabbed her in, stabbed her in the back, literally in the back. So in this life, she was talking about her behind her back. Um, and so it was really, she was trying to just let it wash off of her, not let it affect her, know what was important, that her and her husband and her family, her kids were all solid and to not allow that to affect her. But it was really getting, causing a problem with her and her husband because her husband and ma and his mom had actually a really good relationship. So it was causing a lot of issues and she wanted to work through it. So knowing that that had happened and knowing, and this is again, Bailey and I say this all the time. We're going to, this is a super woo woo. <laughs> this is a super woo woo uh, podcast because we're talking about things that maybe all it doesn't resonate with all of you, and that's totally fine. If this does not resonate, just put it away. It does not. But I'm going to sh- share with you how the Akashic Records can be super helpful and very healing. So in my belief, 
when you're on the other side, you decide. So Bailey and I decided that we were going to come down here together. Grizz decided he was going to come down here. Levi, my son, that we were all going to play these. Uh, Bailey's dad on, um, decided that he was going to be the father. And, you know, all of Levi, Bailey, Hunter, all of us decided we were going to do this so we could work out karma, work on lessons. Really, the, the highest reason why you come here is to love to forgive and to learn and grow honestly as a soul that's what i truly believe that's that's your soul's mission just those things so you call so i think that what i decided when i was on the other side was to make the first part of my life super super challenging which it, it was and as i've told you before i almost wanted to opt out it uh, quite a few times and um but didn't thank goodness and um, now I get to be on the other side of all of that learning and knowing and worked out a lot of the karma, I believe, with a lot of people, <laughs> thank goodness. But what happened um, with my client was I shared the vision that I was seeing. I shared the story that I was being told and I shared it with her and she looked at it and how she, she knew that it, that it was the truth because it hit her soul so hard. She started sobbing, sobbing and just remembering and knowing that that had happened and wanting to release it. And she, she said, well, how do I release it? And I go, well, you can do it energetically. Like you can, you know, uh, we can do a clearing. So we did a clearing, we released it. Her, um, her mother-in-law and when the next time she saw her mother-in-law, it she didn't have all of that emotional energy. It had been released and it had been healed because she looked at it. So the mother-in-law, once you change, once you the things that you look at change and how you feel changes, it changes everything around you. So then the mother-in-law was just left with her own side with no reaction. And actually, the family has gone through a major healing because of this. Does that make sense, Bailey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was an opportunity for, it was like mm-hmm. what you were talking about earlier, is they agreed to come back and and do some healing with each other. There, A lot of the times, relationships are huge mirrors for us, and especially mm-hmm. ones that are really, like, almost stick to you, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe... Maybe it doesn't have to be super deep. You could it could be somebody you met for a week, a month, you know. But mm-hmm. it, when it sticks to you and it just kind of not bugs you, but really <laughs> affects mm-hmm. you, you know, there's probably something to be looked at there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then Bailey and I had an Akashic record pop down, and we had I had no idea about this lifetime at all. We were um, was around beginning of this year, January, and we were in the shala, in the yoga shala over um, in Sayulita, and we were doing breath work before the ladies all came, and Bailey asked me to join her. We went up, and we talked about it a little bit on this podcast, And but in case you haven't heard that one, we were both doing the um, breath work, and then I saw a lifetime of, um, it looked like Egyptian times, it looked like we were in this big, huge marble hallway and we were signing some parchment paper and we were agreeing essentially we're we were going to be killed so we were we were going to decide to opt out so we drank like this little bottle of poison and we decided to opt out and they they uh, protected our 
bodies. I know this sounds really morbid, but this is what I saw. <laughs> and, um, and we decided to opt out because it was getting to be where we were going to be killed horribly or opt out and come back in this lifetime to be together. And I think we, I've seen other lifetimes where Bailey and I have been shown to me when we were sisters and we were, and we were living, um, in a, a little shack with wooden, uh, with, not with wooden floors, with no floors, with dirt floors. And um, and we were each other's, you know, we were like just doing living life. It was pretty pretty mundane life, but we just were really supportive and grateful for one another to help support each other in that life. And um, But this other one with the Egyptians, it was like we decided we were going to come back and do this work that we're doing now together. And now it just makes, doesn't it make complete sense to you? Yeah. It was just wild. Yeah, because I, I was in a breathwork session next year when we were having our own sessions, but I kind of, you know, my mind wasn't as deep as hers, but it was taking me back through my whole entire life and showing me my life like a movie. And, and yeah, and it was super emotional for me because it was like a quick rewind of my whole life and then plot me right back down at the end in the shala. And with just kind of this feeling and this deep knowing that everything that has happened within this lifetime was leading up to a lot of what we're doing now. And it hasn't always been like this easy walk in the park. Like there's been a lot of honestly really dark and heavy chapters. But but to know that it all led to this and what we're doing now. And it just feels so... Like, the thing about it is we shared all of this stuff so openly, right? Because this is a pretty honest and out there podcast. But we share it because, first off, it hits home with both of us. And that's the most important part. You know, there's things that I've been presented before people have shared with me. And it didn't hit home for me. And that's okay because it hits home for them and it resonates with them. Um, but this all really resonates with us. And... We share it so that maybe you can come become more aware in your own life and more present and kind of be open. And maybe go through some more deeper healings when you're ready to, to or maybe heal some relationships in your family. And may, like honestly, just to think that maybe life isn't so black and white. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know, and that there's so... <laughs> There is so much that we, I really do think that we don't even know the tip of the iceberg when it comes to this lifetime and how this works and what we are in. And I just think that is so cool, you know? So fascinating. And what's so very, what I think is even really, which probably would not have happened if we weren't in one place for the years you're doing astrology charts and your astrology charts are amazing it's so crazy bailey will do an astrology chart on somebody and i will have done a reading on somebody and the alignment of the reading and the astrology chart are mind-blowing yeah that's been like it's another thing that we're all like <laughs> what the heck is going on because i'll say something to somebody in our chart reading because what we've been doing within the past retreats and what we're going to start offering within advanced retreats is I'm going to do a full chart reading for people and look into their their astrology chart which is like basically a blueprint of your soul Mm -hmm. and your past lives and your gifts here and all the things I mean it's really 
crazy how much it shows and Mm -hmm. the depth it holds but then my mom's going to do hour-long intuitive readings and I mean I've done astrology chart readings with people where I'm just scratching the surface within um the retreats lately just to play with it and see how I want it to look and how it feels within the retreats and it's so funny because I'll be talking to them or sharing something with them and they're like your mom just told me that same thing within a in a intuitive reading and it's like well it's that's so funny because it it is part of your soul. I mean, it's there. And, and this so was about me knowing that Bailey, Bailey, not hearing Bailey's astrology chart at all. Yeah. Yeah. So we were doing completely separate work where we weren't really tuning in with each other, but we're just tuning into their, their essence and mm-hmm. their soul. And that was another confirmation that this, a lot of this stuff holds validity because mm-hmm. we're experiencing it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so that's the thing is that you get in it, you get to experiment in this life and see what, where, where there holds truth. But if you're not experimenting, if you're staying closed, then you won't tap into half of the magic that is actually mm-hmm. available at us within this every single day moment. And so that's the thing about it is, I think that the more and more you dive into kind of the mysteries of life, the more you're like, ah, like I do just get to relax and I do actually just get to enjoy being here because this is crazy, like Mm -hmm. what we're in and, and it's a magic and it's such a crazy time to be alive, you know? And so, yeah, I think that it's just all coming full circle and it's so inspiring to be aware of it and to be and to see it yeah when you did when after I saw that um in the Egyptian chamber with us with me signing the the parchment and you signing the parchment and then you did you did my chart you did my progressed moon and you said oh my gosh mom this that even makes more sense because we're tell them what it is that you well you said your progress chart is because a lot of people, when they're doing an astrology reading, they'll just look at your natal chart, which is the snapshot of when you took your first breath. So where the whole constant, like all the stars, everything where they were at, where the sun was at, where all the planets. So when you look at the progress chart, our, our life, we're always constantly evolving. So we have new experiences that come in that kind of push us maybe into forcing to learn a lesson that our, our soul is here to learn or maybe to open our eyes to a gift that's here or maybe we need to meet somebody you know there's so many different ways our chart is constantly evolving with us so when you look at a progress chart it's a snapshot of the energies right now right here in this moment where everything's at because everything's shifting so our progressed moon our moon sign the planet is the one that is moving the quickest within that progress chart it it changes signs every two and a half years so every 30 months well my progressed moon right now is in Leo, and Leo is all about putting your creative works out into the world. Um, it's being very heart-centered. It's kind of you're on, you're more willing to put yourself out there and speak up and use your voice and, yeah, and create and step into new roles and leadership. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny because when I started feeling that energy shift, it was around the same time when it, my progressed moon shifted into that energy where I was like craving, wanting to post more on social media and quit, didn't have so much shame around it or like nervousness. I was just kind of, you know, slinging things at the wall and seeing what stuck. And and my mom 
is her progressed moon is following mine. So she's now in that same energy. So no wonder we're here on a freaking, I mean, creating a podcast within your Leo progressed moon is probably one of the, you know, it's such a, um, on trend with that season. And so when the next season is real, is going to be Virgo. So it's more kind of tailoring and like you're working on your craft and your progressed moon in Leo. And then in Virgo's progressed moon you're kind of tailoring in that craft you're organizing um you're creating more structures more routines so I'm going to be moving into that and it's beautiful because then my mom probably seven months I think after that is moving into hers so we're always kind of doing mop up with each other's energy and supporting one another within our our energies within just the moon cycle within our charts so that was such a other realization like no wonder we work so well together as business partners because our energies aren't clashing we're always kind of in this same inspirational energy um so that was pretty crazy and then when we went and had those um those breathwork sessions where we went both went and tapped into like basically a a rewind on our our lives and our past lives I had just gotten I um booked a an Egyptian tattoo on my arm. I was randomly being called to get an Egyptian symbol on my arm. Which I had no idea about. Which my mom had no idea about. And so it's just, Mm -hmm. it's, you know. So sometimes It's sometimes (laughs) when you have these moments. I was talking with a client the other day. And um, she's like, yeah, I just see. I did her chart for her and we got into talking about um, synchronicities. And, you know, the universe will show you clues all the time. But we we dismiss them as coincidences and I was explaining to her that a lot of the times the universe will show us things within our day-to-day maybe it's through numbers maybe it's through something someone said maybe it's through finding hair ties on the ground or pennies or or getting chills or hearing certain things on the radio that they know your guides especially when you're starting to open up and really tune into them however they'll try to get your attention they're like okay if I show her this number this amount of times in this moment when she really needs it that maybe she'll have one moment of being like maybe it's not just me maybe I am like maybe that's not a coincidence and so the main point with that is that there's always opportunities for us and a lot of the times when you try to explain them to people you know when you I we've all been here where you're like, you'll never believe what happened to me today. Like this girl that said this and then this popped up and then this and you're like super excited about it. And then the, it just doesn't hit home for the person that's in front of you. And you're like, well, OK, you had to be there. So sometimes those moments are really just meant to cape for you. But but to know that you're not crazy and that mm-hmm. there is this crazy, beautiful energy that is always surrounding us that is that we're just dancing in and we're playing in and to to trust it and to trust yourself and to not dismiss your intuition as a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because magic, we've said this so many times, but I'm going to say it again because I know there's somebody out there who needs to hear it, is magic can be right in front of your face and you could say, oh, that's a coincidence. So do you really think that the angels and and all of that magical energy out there is going to keep throwing that in front of you if you're not going to say, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm so appreciative. And because it will happen more and more and more. And then you're going to be just being swept up. Like, like I'm feeling like on a magic carpet ride, like Bailey's feeling like we're, we're 
really blown away. I mean, I was a mom on welfare and here we are developing something that we're really proud of to share with you. And so anyhow, I'm hoping that the Akashic Records makes sense to you and um, all of this is just really to just remind you that you're not alone, to ask for help, ask for signs. And then when you see them, just say thank you, like be appreciative because they're showing you. And if you don't ask, free will is a real thing. If you don't ask for help, they will not give you help. I'm going to tell you that. So just ask for help, ask for signs, and then keep moving forward. Yes. Yeah, so we hope that some of this hit home with you. Um, Again, we always say this, it's like a buffet. Take what you want and then leave the rest. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we hope that whatever day this lands on, you enjoy the rest of it. And we are always sending you massive love on your journey. Massive love. And we will talk to you soon. Soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye.